Hey, hello, everybody. It's Justin Sloan. I'm here with P.T. Hilton and Paul. How do you say your last name, Paul? Paul Zeidman? That is absolutely correct. Awesome. Paul Zeidman, P.T. Hilton, Justin Sloan. We are launching a new podcast called Creative Writing Life, which is a spinoff from an old one that I was doing with a couple of buddies called Creative Writing Career. And I believe I had both of these guys on as guests and P.T. once as a co-host, uh, a guest co-host. Right, guys? Yeah. So this this is a dream come true. I, w- I remember being a guest. Uh, yeah. I don't think I ever got the, the privilege of being a co-host. So, uh, oh, you, know, you know, bucket list item crossed off. <laughs> well, we had uh, PT, one of PT's favorite authors come on, Scott Lynch. So that was pretty awesome. So that's I think right. that's why we did it that way. That was cool. Uh, if we ever have your favorite author come on some other show that I'm doing of mine, we'll, we'll bring you back on for that other show also, Paul. <laughs> okay, I can deal with that. So to let everybody know who was not a listener of that, who's just checking out this new podcast for the first time and wondering what's going on, uh, basically we're going to be talking about creative writing as a life. You know, we are all creative writers. We have game, video game experience, screenwriting experience, novel experience, other kind of random weird experiences, and we're going to be interviewing people as well. So we'll be able to chat about that. And also, uh, as I mentioned to these guys, and we're all thinking it sounds like a fun idea, one idea we have is that we will rehash some of those old creative writing career episodes. We'll bring up the topic and discuss it amongst ourselves if we have anything to add, or maybe bring in an interviewee who can talk about that topic, and then we'll play the old creative writing career episode podcast for you, because that would be kind of fun. So these are some ideas, and to get us started, let's uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, Let's go around the room. Paul, how about you first? Okay. Uh, as Justin mentioned, my name is Paul Zeidman. I'm a screenwriter. Uh, I'm based out of San Francisco, uh, the Bay Area where Justin used to live. He'll give you the update in just a minute. Uh, I am unproduced, but uh, that hasn't stopped me from trying. Uh, I've had representation before, but you know, uh, am at it again. Uh, I really enjoy writing adventure type stories, and I also have been running the screenwriting blog called Maximum Z. You can find it online, MaximumZ.blog. It's mostly about screenwriting. Sometimes it's about my progress. Sometimes I do interviews uh, with other writers and filmmakers and uh, just people in the screenwriting industry. I've been doing that for about 10 years and uh, so far I'm still going strong. And uh, as Justin said, really looking forward to uh, taking part in this new podcasting venture. Awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And yeah, we, uh, we'll be able to link to the blog and everything. And I think we should try to link to the old or, you know, we could even play your old episode where we introduce you as an interviewee. Uh, oh, wow. This, that'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. Why not? Could be. So if people, could be. Could be. If people want to stick around after the episode, uh, if we remember to do that, we'll, we'll try to link the either link it or we'll add it as a as the second part to this episode. Uh, hey, PT, what's going on, man? Who are you? Hey, I am PT Hilton. I'm a uh, writer based out of um, Bristol, Tennessee, a little bit smaller location here, but uh, I'm in the Appalachian Mountains where we just got internet yesterday uh, in these (laughs) parts, so pretty excited. Um, But I'm uh, primarily a novelist. I've written in quite a few different genres, fantasy, science fiction, um, horror. I uh, have, I guess, about 19 books out now, and... Um, kind of where I'm focusing right now on the novel side of things is trying to do more in the horror space. Uh, I'm calling myself a dark, dark fiction author these days. So I'm very dark and broody. And, uh, alongside that, I also do some screenwriting, um, uh, along with Justin and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm out here living the creative writing life. Hey, (laughs) oh, this is my version of it. (laughs) 
Yeah, we'll have some stories to tell, and some things we probably can't tell yet because of NDAs. But as the you know press releases and things come out, then I think it'll be some fun topics coming forward that we'll be able to discuss, uh, and maybe some old ones that we can discuss, even though they were under NDA, but then they just disappeared. So I think that'll be fun to talk about in kind of generic terms without uh, naming names, but talking about like old video game projects that we were working on and things. So kind of fun or video game adaptation, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> uh, so me. I am Justin Sloan. Uh, as I briefly mentioned, I had done the Creative Writing Career podcast before. I had also done one called Military Veterans in Creative Careers, which was a fun one where we interviewed veterans in acting, directing, producing, writing, etc. Uh, that one disappeared because I realized that when you take a podcast offline or we stop paying for it, it just disappears completely, which kind of is sad. Oh. And that's one reason I wanted to kind of link these old episodes to these new episodes in a way so that we're keeping it alive but bringing new information to it also. Uh, and of course, everything we're going to be saying will be fun and new. But uh, so my background, I've written novels um, a lot. I don't know how many because <laughs> there's all these weird things that happen with co-authorships. Right. So but just me novels, just my name on them. I don't know. I'd guess anywhere from 20 to 60. <laughs> it's a big range. I have no idea. So novels and screenplays. I've had a few things optioned, uh, gotten some money for some of them. Um, OK, money, nothing like huge, not six figures or anything yet. But money, uh, yet to see any of them produced, although I produced a short film once, directed and wrote and all that stuff. Um, that was a learning experience that we can talk about at some point. Maybe we'll have an episode on that. And we can interview somebody fun. And then uh, video game writing. So I wrote at Telltale Games for two years. I wrote on Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Michonne, and uh, um, Tales from the Board. What did I say? Tales from the Borderlands, Walking Dead, Michonne, Game of Thrones, and Minecraft Story Mode. And then I did a little bit of writing on this thing called Marvel, Marvel's Avengers Academy. That was fun. Some other little consulting gigs here and there, and uh, maybe something else coming up soon that's kind of exciting. We'll see. So I'm happy to chat about all that. So there's me. Very cool. You're you're still a hero in my household for your work on <laughs> uh, on Minecraft Story Mode. That's a thanks. Was a favorite <laughs> in these parts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so yeah. So Paul mentioned I recently moved away from the San Francisco area and moved to LA. So that was a long time dream, and a lot of people I'm sure are contemplating this. And I I have something to say on the matter. Uh, does anybody want to hear what I have to say on the matter? <laughs> sure. I think that would make for a very good uh, introductory topic for this episode. Yeah, yeah. About, well, yeah, about, so we were... about do you have to be in L.A. to make it? Yeah, and it's, of course, and we are talking novels and video games and everything, too. But, yeah, for the screenwriting side. And you had mentioned an idea early before we started talking, too, about uh, networking. And that's a big part of the being in L.A. or not. And mm-hmm. first of all, I love L.A. First of all, L.A. is the best city in the world, I have to say. <laughs> As a screenwriter and lover of film, it's just you're driving down the streets. You're looking at these big billboards all over the place that are for all these different movies and TV shows. You turn a corner and there's Warner Brothers. You turn another corner, there's the Mickey Mouse hat from the old, you know, what's that one where the music and everything? You know, Mickey Mouse Club? Club? No, I was talking about where he's like waving his hands around and the brooms are multiplying and there's a... Anyway, I don't oh. know. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... It's just amazing because all of that stuff exists around here. And then you know that they're filming around here. I think in the first month that we were here, we already saw like two or three things getting filmed. Uh, I'm not allowed, I'm not sure if you're supposed to say if you know what they are. I don't know how that works. But anyway, so we saw a few things, one including a TV show that's on Showtime, I think. And it's just like you turn a corner around your house and, hey, there's a show from Showtime being filmed. It's pretty cool. Uh, in addition to that, it's like every neighbor we have is somebody who's connected in some way, whether it's a casting agent or a, a guy who works at Disney on cool art stuff or somebody else who's a, 
connected but doesn't want to say how. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's these aspects that make you just be like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. And then suddenly, like today, I got invited randomly just yesterday to a lunch at Disney. And so I'm going to lunch at Disney Studios and I'm sitting down and having a great lunch with these amazing people who are involved in different productions and uh, directing and whatnot for Netflix and at USC, uh, high up in their chain, and a lady who used to do acting and now does some sci-fi screenwriting and and just great people. And that's the kind of stuff that didn't really happen when I was in San Francisco. <laughs> I love the friends I met there, but a lot of the people you meet in these other cities are like, oh, I'm a tech person, or I'm started doing a startup, or I'm some consultant on some really cool sounding thing that has nothing to do with what I'm interested in, but is, but is awesome. So yeah, my point is, number one, LA is amazing. <laughs> What what else you guys got? Any any questions related to that? Yeah, well first of all, my my first question is do you, so does Disney Studios just is there just like a cafeteria at the studio where where are you eating? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Uh there's there's two I guess on that campus. So there's the Burbank Studio and then there's one in Glendale and there's one somewhere else and then I guess there's a couple others. Uh the one I was on uh, I guess that's where they film. They have a few sound stages, and there was some that are like had closed off, and I got to walk by one and look in, and you see like a fake living room and stuff, and that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and and you see, we walked by the area where Walt Disney had his um, office when he worked there, and so you can look up and you can see the exact corner where his office was, and that was kind of fun. I didn't get to go in it, unfortunately, <laughs> um, but yeah, then they have a cafeteria and great food. Uh, you know, it's, it's not overpriced, which is nice, but it didn't have the sushi and stuff like some cafeterias these places do. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I think it was either Pixar or one of these places I went to once, and they had like a nice sushi station. Uh, anyway, fun times. Crazy. Uh, and the key, the key is knowing somebody that works at these places. They can usually just get you in with a visitor's pass and you can go have lunch there. Um, when I was up in the Bay Area, we had Pixar right there, right? Next to Emeryville or in Emeryville. And I had taken a storyboarding class with a guy who worked there. And I was just like, hey, would it be possible to come and have lunch with you sometime? I'd love to see this the the campus. And he was like, sure. And so he brought me on. We just had lunch. And that was that. It's kind of cool. Like People don't often think enough about reaching out and just asking. And that ties into this idea of networking that I think we should all discuss uh, whether it's in Tennessee or San Francisco or wherever. And I know Paul's been doing some networking cool things. He hosts some events and whatnot, like these lunches, right? You can talk about that. But uh, but, but basically sure. what I want to say on the topic is so many people seem afraid to just reach out and ask, you know, reach out and say, hey, can we grab a coffee or whatnot? And I there was this actor guy in a group I'm part of, and I'm getting into the acting scene too because why not? And uh, <laughs> I reached out for a coffee for him, and he's one of the higher-up people in this group, so you'd think lots of people would be doing this. Turns out I was the only person who's done this, and, like, they've been around for years. <laughs> like, why are not more people just saying, hey, can we grab coffee or lunch and just picking their brains and forming a relationship? This boggles my mind. Well, um, I, I would say that a lot of people, especially if you're not – okay, so this really applies to everybody listening who is not in the Los Angeles area. So you're trying to connect with people in the industry, and, you know, it's tough because you have to do it pretty much online. And a lot of people are afraid that if they say, hey, you know, I just, you know, just, hey, I'm a writer too, or I'm a whatever, that, you know, they're, they're afraid of rejection. They're afraid they're, you know, people's going to, someone's going to look down at them. So, you know, what I find is just, you know, just send a friendly note, but don't immediately start off trying to get something out of the other person. You just say like, hey, I'm a writer too, or if it's someone, a writer, you like you've seen their stuff or you know, know the show they write for, or, or whatever, you know, just say like, hey, I, you know, I saw that episode you wrote for, you know, uh, uh, Modern Family. 
it was really, I thought it was great, uh, you know, and, you know, just, I'd love to know you. And if, if you are in the area, you know, Hey, could I, you know, could we meet? I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Cause a lot of people are afraid that the other person is just going to look down on them or they're expecting them to immediately ask for something. And you, you have to take this really slow, you know, you don't just jump in. You know, a friend of mine made it a great uh, reference. He said, if you went to a cocktail party, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, and you met somebody for the first time, you wouldn't shake their hand and shove your business card in their face. You just, mm-hmm. you want to get to know the other person first. And a lot of people are, you know, they're a little unsure of how to go about that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. PT, anything to add? To yeah. That? And I think, um, one, one tip I have for being like in a super remote location, like I am is, uh, you know, I kind of just let everybody know what I'm doing, everybody that I know in my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, being here it's really weird that i'm a writer like everybody thinks it's weird and cool whereas like you know probably in la it's not not as uncommon to bump into a writer yeah. so um so what I, what i've gotten from that is, is i've actually gotten a few connections because you know i'll, I'll mention it to someone and they're like oh my god my, my cousin is uh you know is on the sitcom or whatever i've gotten a couple couple connections that way um so it, it's you know it's less frequent but just putting it out there and and letting people know what you do can sometimes you never know you never know who's connected even in a crazy little town in Tennessee you can get some connections yeah what about the uh the author world because we're covering the uh the spectrum here um do you find that reaching out and networking in the author world helps in some way or is it more about the readers you know that's it, it it's a good question i think it it does help you um I think it can help you with doing stuff like like email swaps and stuff like that. But even more so than that, I think just uh, networking as far as learning what's working in the industry, as far as marketing, and um, also just the camaraderie of you know it's a lonely job, so it's nice to have some writer buddies out there. So I you know I found that the that I haven't maybe necessarily like seen huge sales increases because of uh, networking. I don't think, um, but I have you know made some great friends and. Uh, come up with some some great ideas through that network. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, it's a loaded question too because we met in the in the sense that you were doing a YouTube channel, and I think you mentioned something I did, or I mentioned something you did one of the ways, and then then one of us hit the other one back up, and then we started doing this thing, and then since then we've sold some screenplay things and whatnot. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I shouldn't say I haven't made happened. any money because of networking because I I have <laughs> with you. So yeah. there we hey. go. <laughs> yeah, and. uh Paul, how did we meet? Do you remember? Yeah, actually, I was I was just thinking about that the other day. Is that I don't go on it as often as I used to. Uh, there, there's a, a a forum called Dundeal Pro, and the only free part of it that every you know screenwriters are always looking for free resources. The only free part of it is this forum, and that you can go on, and they have all these different categories. And I forget which category it was specifically, but I think you were asking like, has anyone ever gotten a manager off the blacklist? Not you know not the one for professional writers, but the one where you like send in your script and kind of pay them twenty five bucks to review it or whatever. And I actually, you know, probably a few months prior to that, I actually had gotten a manager through this uh-huh. uh, script I had posted, and so and then we realized, hey, we're both in the Bay Area, and we met and we just you know sat and talked about it for you know about an hour or so, and that's kind of what started it all. Wow. And so I I remember that. And like in what PT was talking about, you know, about putting your stuff out there, just kind of like letting people know what's going on. That's how my blog started, because at the time I was just like going through so many different screenwriting blogs, just, you know, professional writers and 
you know, writers also in my situation, like, you know, we're trying to become professional writers. And so I just started, you know, just like uh, giving a, at the time it was a daily post about my progress. And then I realized, my God, I'm just killing myself trying to do this every day. So then I just narrowed it down to twice a week. And so I just, uh, you know, started talking about my writing process and how, how things were going, like maybe if I did well in a contest. And, you know, it just started to get a following. I would, you know, post links to it on Twitter and other social media. And, you know, like I've been doing it for about 10 and a half years now. And I've got uh, like about, and it's not a big number. I got like 540 subscribers. So, you know, I'm proud of that. And, you know, people are you know, rooting for me. So that's really nice. I mean, I've made a lot of great connections going back to the networking thing. I've made a lot of great connections with other writers, literally from around the world. I mean, I, I know people who, um, excuse me, uh, writers in Australia and across the country and in the UK and a few European countries that, you know, we've interacted online and we've done some script swaps. So that's another great aspect to networking is you never know where a new connection might develop. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't, and Justin, didn't you kind of get into the video game writing world through, through networking? For sure. Yeah, I'll give you guys that story real quick, although I'm sure everybody's heard it a thousand times if they've heard me talk before. <laughs> and, uh, basically, I was at the Federal Reserve Bank uh, praying to the gods for <laughs> any way I could escape. <laughs> and uh, what I started doing is I reached out on you know LinkedIn and every other channel I could possibly think of trying to find people in cool jobs and cool companies that I would love to work at, such as Pixar. Uh, a lot of people were awesome. You know, a lot of people, if you do this, will just ignore you. And don't take that as rejection. They're just too busy. I get some of these, too, where, you know, I'll get an email and I, I mean to open it up and respond. But then I'll just be weeks later and I'll maybe I'll see it again. I'll be like, oh, I forgot. And then I'll forget again. <laughs> so don't take it personally. But, you know, I, I re-emailed who knows how many, probably like 100 or 200 or who knows. <laughs> and uh, at least two people got on the phone with me uh, from Pixar. And they gave me their advice. And... What was cool is, I, I mean, it didn't happen right away. Six months later, though, I was looking at jobs, and I saw there was a place called Telltale Games, and I saw that both of those people had moved over to Telltale Games. And I was like, what's going on here? So I looked into it more, and it looked awesome. I was like, wow, story-driven games. These are great. We have some episodes on it from Creative Writing Career that we can you know, rehash and talk about what happened to Telltale now that they've closed and everything. That could be fun. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I applied for the jobs, and what was cool is, yeah, one of the guys would be writing along with me on, later on Game of Thrones, and one of the guys would be my boss if I got the job. And so it kind of worked out nicely, right, where he already knew. Like, obviously, I wasn't going to get the job if I was a crappy writer or I showed up and I was a jerk or any of this stuff. But he knew I was passionate. He knew I was dedicated. We'd already had chats about how much I loved it and what I was doing to try to better myself, what I was trying to do to improve my craft. And so when I got in there, I got the interview. I, I imagine that all helped me along the way. <laughs> Uh, so definitely that helped a lot. And then actually since then, uh, Stefan, who was my boss at the time, uh, the creative director there, he's gone on and we, we wrote a book together, creative writing. Uh, actually, we're, we were relabeling that one, relaunching it. it was Creative Writing Career 2 at one point, And we're going to relaunch it with the same name as this podcast because we're going to also hopefully be having some really cool uh, people that we interviewed in that book come on this show with us. Stefan's too busy to do podcasts nowadays because he's producing films and whatnot. But on that note, yeah, he's gone on to do production stuff and we have some projects possibly in the works with him so exciting things how this this networking world comes together very cool Indeed. yeah yeah fun. and what's a don't but you do some other things too right paul like you have a, a lunch that i mentioned and anything oh, else yeah. like that yeah so because uh you know there is a writing community within the bay area but you know we don't have the 
I don't know, proximity and uh, uh, geography that they do in Los Angeles that, you know, it's all solid land. There's a big body of water <laughs> so mm-hmm. in the middle of the Bay Area. <laughs> so, like, there are writers up in, the, like, Marin and Sonoma County, north of the Golden Gate, and I'm in San Francisco proper, and there are people down on the peninsula in San Jose, and they don't even want to mention the East Bay or, like, Sacramento. So <clears throat> a couple of years ago, there's a – so I live about a mile from the Pacific. And right by the ocean, there's this little deli. And I went there uh, for some event about two and a half years ago. And I was talking with the guy who runs it. And he is a huge supporter of the arts. Like they have like stand-up comedy two Sunday evenings of the month. They have poetry readings. They, he's, he's huge into Hawaiian culture. So they have like uh, Hawaiian music nights and they have jazz trio nights. And so I had been to some kind of a, a writing networking thing. I forget with the, the uh, details of that. But I just thought it was a great idea. And I said, you know, I'm a screenwriter. Uh, would you be open if, uh, like, could I host, like, a networking event here? He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, and he doesn't charge for it, but he does ask that, you know, people buy something, like a soda or coffee or a sandwich. And so I just, you know, put it all together, and it was, like, a Sunday in December. And we had, like, 20 people show up. I like writers from throughout the Bay Area. And uh, it was a great event. Everybody got to know each other. And so uh, a lot of people came up to me and said, this was really good. Are you going to do it again? I honestly hadn't even thought about that. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, sure, why not? So uh, pretty much like every six months I've done it since then. And uh, we usually have a really good turnout, a couple of repeat appearances from uh, participants. But it's always uh, people. Usually, it's, it's uh, originally it was just screenwriters, but now I open it to like, hey, if you're a filmmaker, if you're like something like we had a person who does uh, music scoring for short films, so they came to one, and so I just figure, you know, why not expand your network of uh, creative people because you never know who, you know, you might be able to work with or you might have you might hear of an opening for just that kind of position. You say, hey, I know just the person for that. So I've got one coming up again uh, this December 8th. That's a Sunday. They're always on Sunday afternoons. And uh, I'll probably uh, uh, promote it on my blog. Uh, I also have, if you go to Facebook and events, it's the NorCal Screenwriters Winter Networking Shindig, something like that. It's got a big picture of the Golden Gate Bridge on it. You can't miss it. Uh, but if you're in the Bay Area or Northern California, and if you you know got a Sunday afternoon to spare, you're more than welcome to come by. I mean, I'll be there. Right now, we've got at least you know 15 people who are going to be there. So you know, it's a great way to just you know get to know people because you sit down for like five to seven minutes and you just talk to somebody else. You know, you find out what they're doing. You tell them what you're doing. It's it's just a great opportunity because. We need these kinds of things uh, for those of us not in the Los Angeles area, because that's the only way you're going to get to know people is to get out there and meet people. Mm-hmm. And you might be putting other connections together that bring amazing art into the world. <laughs> this is how my short, not that it's amazing art by any means, but <laughs> it's how it came about was I had formed a Facebook group just called the, uh, I think it was called the Bay Area Screenwriters. Mm-hmm. And through that, some other group from Northern California, Northern California, Northern California filmmakers, I think they were called reached out and said, hey, does anybody have any things you want to get made? And we sent them a couple of things and they liked one of my shorts and we ended up making a short film together. So that was, you know, it never would have happened if I just didn't start a group like that, uh, which was pretty fun experience and very educational. And then um, now I've started a La Cunada daytime screenwriting group with the idea being that 
that way I weed out kind of like all the people who show up in the evenings and weekends who have other stuff to do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, I think, like, that, I, think that, I think that's a key thing is that, you know, you have to be willing to, you know, put yourself out there and meet people because, uh, you know, from what I understand and, you know, from my experience, a lot of writers are introverted. And they just figure, well, you know, you know, once someone reads my material, they'll just, you know, they'll think that's great and they'll let my agent or my manager or whoever take care of it, not realizing that, you know, so a lot of times you have to do a lot of the work yourself, meaning you have to get out there, meet people either in person or talk to them on the phone. And, you know, the more you can practice your social skills, the better you're going to get at it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so on that note, you guys... I think we're actually coming up toward the end of our time. <laughs> so we just wanted to do a quick like introduction, say hi, who we are. Think of this, guys, everybody, guys and gals out there listening as our introduction to the Creative Writing Life podcast. We're going to be bringing lots of fun uh, interviewees. That's the best part, in my opinion, like uh, us chatting, you know, whatever. I like to hear my own voice. Sure. Uh, PT and Paul both have way more uh, cool, smooth voices than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the real fun, in my opinion, is hearing from all these people with industry expertise and we're going to be bringing some of them in from time to time um one i met at the uh, la comic-con and i'm really excited about but i won't announce it until we officially have him on the podcast because otherwise that would be embarrassing uh, <laughs> any any last things to add on this guys no i'm uh, i'm excited to to see where this takes us and uh, just have some great conversations about writing yeah i i agree i think uh, there is so much uh, material and great topics for us to discuss that uh, this is just the first of many uh, enlightening episodes yes and if anybody out there thinks that they know of any amazing guests that they'd love to see on let us know I'm not scared to reach out and ask uh, even if the person will, won't come on or if you've done some really cool things in any of these uh, industries join us as well what I don't want to do which uh, on the old podcast we'd get all these uh, mm, people who wrote their books on self-publishing or those books on marketing who want to come on the show and um i personally don't really want to talk about that stuff so much i want to focus more on like the the fun of the the creative writing life like more when we interview these people i want to like talk about where the motivations came from and the, the cool stories behind the scenes and you know more of that stuff and we'll get into some marketing episodes i'm sure but i don't want to go hardcore on that personally we'll see what you guys think <laughs> cool you, you don't want to spend uh, 10 episodes on keywords and algorithms yeah, and all these ways to build your newsletter. There's so many podcasts that already do that. So let's be more of like the, you know, the fan-based podcast, but also the one that for aspiring writers and writers like us who love to hear, you know, where the mo where the stories came from. You know, that's that's what I'm excited about. So, <laughs> that's good. We'll see uh, I, if think, I, agree. I think what would also be very helpful uh, is to also let people know that. Uh, I'm assuming all of us are on social media and that we can be reached via, if you don't want to give out email addresses, that's cool. But uh, I will go first. If you want to follow me sure. or contact me on Twitter, it is at maximum underscore Z, just the letter Z. Uh, I'm pretty good about following back. Uh, always happy to answer questions you might have about writing. I, you know, I'm not claiming to be an expert, but you know, I know a couple of things. Yeah, and I'm a, we have a Facebook group for Creative Writing Career, which was the uh, old podcast and original book name. So if anybody wants to check that out, uh, we can chat in there too. But I'm also at Justin M. Sloan. And probably I have a Facebook group too, but I'll leave that for the real reader fan. So if you're a reader fan, contact me and let me know and I can send that link to you. Sweet. And you can uh, 
follow me at P.T. Hilton, that's Hilton with a Y, H-Y-L-T-O-N, uh, on, uh, all the, on all the things, I think. And I all just right, followed Paul, so. Hey. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Good chatting with you. Good, Good deal. Too. Thanks, everybody.